1982 one. Hey, Zombro fans, we're also some back here for another Zombros episode. Who cares about intros? Black Ops 4 is out. Oh, boy. We're here for the doom and gloom episode of Black Ops 4 because, yeah. oh, Oh, when I boy. jumped into the call, with oh Reed, my I was god, John was like, I come into this. You guys have been seeing my streams who follow my channel, and I am on like a high you can't believe. And I'm so excited for my best buddy here, John, to tell me how much fun he's having with Black Ops 4. And I've never seen John angrier in my life. It yeah, is going I'm to like, be I'm something. Like, I'm like, Reed, this game is broken. There are so many issues. That mm -hmm. it, I'm, I'm like, the Reed, I'm like, this is a game that is so good. That has so many little issues that when compounded make this game broken, unplayable. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like, and I'm like, each each individual issue on their own isn't a problem, mm -hmm. but it's the fact that all of them are there that make me so goddamn frustrated that this game is broken. However, there were patch notes that literally <laughs> dropped 15 minutes ago. Yep. Like, like I had this title and everything set up like two hours ago. Mm -hmm. Like before the patch notes. So the show is not as doom and gloom right now, but we're gonna get into that in a little. Uh huh. So like, actually, we can we can even go into it right now since it's a great topic. I can so, transition so over. We should, we should before we get into that, we should go oh, into no? the poll. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Let's do the poll first. So Reed and I made a bet two weeks ago over the yep. order in which the Easter eggs would get solved, as well as how quickly they would get solved. Yes. Now at this point, I think our predictions for time are just completely off. Yeah, I figured as much. Let's just do order. We don't like, have the same order though, matter. right? No, we don't have the same order. Okay. Um. So whoever whoever gets the closest to predicting the Easter egg order will win. Reed has that written down somewhere, so we don't have it in front of us. Yes. But we've created a poll. You can find the poll on my Twitter. You can find the poll in both of our descriptions, and mm -hmm. those will be the punishments for the loser. Yeah, you want to so read them here, out, John? Yeah, so here are some of the punishments. And we don't want to uh, react to them because we don't want to influence yeah. your decisions. We'll talk we're about gonna, that next We're going to react and talk about them next week on the show. But first one, loser does a cringy I'm leaving zombies video. So, for example, it'd be a video uploaded onto my channel where it's like, guys, I'm done. I don't want to play zombies ever again. I'm not making any zombies videos. This channel is over. That would be the first option. Second one, loser has to do a 12-hour stream of them playing transit nonstop. It just has to be 12 hours of transit. We also have loser must create a video idolizing the winner, and that will be played on Zombros. So, for example, if I lost, I would have to make a video talking about how great Reed is, how fantastic his skits are, how wonderful his hair is, all this, you know, just idolizing Reed. Like, Reed's a god, and that'll be played on Zombros. Or Reed has to do the same for me if mm -hmm. I win. Next one. Winner gets to edit a video and then upload it onto the loser's channel. So if Reed's working on, like, a storyline video, before he can upload it, I get to do whatever I want to that video in the editor. <laughs> and then it'll go up in his channel regardless of whatever changes I make. And Reed, of course, would do the same if he was to win. So those are the four we came up with. Those were suggested by you guys. You can vote on them. And once all the Easter eggs are complete and we have a winner to this poll, then we will uh, do one of the punishments. So that should be fun. What do you think, Reed? Are you ready to be punished? Uh, Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. You don't sound very excited. Uh, They're complaining about boxes. So here we are. There you go. Uh -oh. There you go. There's your gameplay. Feel better about yourself. I was actually going up while you were talking about that. I was trying to find 
where I wrote down our order. And everything's such a disorganized mess because Friday night I had my D&D night with everybody and we also bought a bunch of magic cards. So all these friends had all these other things planned and it's amazing because for me and you, John, this is like D-Day. This is the day oh, we've yeah, been yeah. prepping for. We're on the front lines. We're playing. We're working as hard as possible. Um, they're like, oh, I'm going to come over Fridays. That, that's not a problem, right? I'm like, uh, could we do a different day? They're like, no, nah, no. Nah, Friday is the only day that works for us this weekend. It's like... Uh, okay. So I took the gamble that no one would be able to saw the Easter egg on the first day, which pff, not really a hard gamble to take. Uh, so it worked out pretty well. But everything's a disorganized mess, and I couldn't find my notes, which I write on this all these identical Manila legal pads. And one of those pads has our prediction order, because that's what we should remind the f- everybody watching for what they're voting on is... Uh, what we thought the Easter egg order of completion time would be. And it's in red pen somewhere in here. Or and I threw it out, which I doubt it. It's also on the show, so I could also go back See, in time. We, def- we definitely botched the times. Like, that's yeah. no question. Yeah. I-, I think I expect the classified to be solved in the first day, and mm-hmm. we're- we haven't solved it yet. Yeah. Despite, uh, Ooh, we do need to talk members, about that. Yes. Let's let's get some that up member right of the now. communities have claimed first in the world on. Yes, they have. That indeed. I say, it's not first in the world unless I've done it. Boo! Oh, dude, everyone was freaking out when when Greg did it. Uh, um. By the way, Greg FPS is claiming he's done it first in the world and a co- and his team. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But in my chats yeah, are blowing up and they go, Johnny did it. John's got it. Johnny first in the world. I was just like, yes. We got it. Yes, boys. Everybody, everybody go spam Greg on Twitter and tell him you're not first in the world. At Johnny J25 is first in the world for classified. Stop stealing his thunder. Yep. Please, and- everybody watching, go tweet Greg and tell him to stop <laughs> stealing my thunder. I am first in the world. You're going to cause a poor kid to have a Everybody panic tweet him. Put down what you are doing. <laughs> if you do not have a Twitter account, make one and spam Greg FPS telling him I am first in the world. Not him. He needs to stop stealing my credit. Brutal. All right. So the the reason why uh, it's not done. So I'm going to show you this first. We'll go into my trophies. I've shown this on the classified stream too. So please bear with if you've already seen it. John's having Chinese food because he decides to eat during our podcast show, John. Like you couldn't find a better time to eat. I thought this was great podcast fodder. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, great. Well, thanks for that. Let's bully Greg. Let's not bully Greg, all caps. So here it is, Cold War Remedy. It's not bullying. It's not bullying if he stole my thunder. That is fair. Now, when Cold War Remedy was earned uh, last night for me, just a little after Greg earned it, uh, 9.32 p.m. Now, I asked Greg to do the same thing I'm going to show you, and he told me he didn't have anything show up for him. So when you go and you choose your map in Call of Duty Zombies, right? We go here. It says Voyage of Despair. We have all of our maps, and you go over to Classified here. So it's on screen. I believe you guys can see it. Under the map statistics, you have the main quest, and it says zero completions in the best time. There you go. None of them. I have clearly. It's personalized, so it's not a global thing, but I've never completed it despite doing exactly what they claim to be the main quest Easter egg. Uh, Greg did the same thing, and he doesn't have it. Milo did the same thing, and he doesn't have it. Noah did the same thing. He doesn't have it. So the main quest for Classified is not complete. And that also lets us all know there's a main quest for Classified, despite the bottom corner not telling us that. So there you go. Uh, That is something to take into consideration. So, Greg, you weren't first. I was first. 
Yeah, I guess that's how it works. Somebody already said you got DLC one. I'm pretty pretty bummed about that. It's unfair. Oh yeah, I got. I'm, I've already finished DLC three. Oh man, man, what a life! What a life! Mm -hmm. Well, when I went to Treyarch, Jason was like, "Hey, John, you want to test out Black Ops Five? And I'm like, "I guess." Same. I mean, <laughs> if you want me to, I'll try out Black Ops Five. <laughs> Say no more. Into this room. Yeah. It took me into this room where they had Black Ops 5 already done. Wow. So there were a few developers working on Black Ops 6. Okay, excellent, and, excellent. Um, trust me when I say Black Ops 5, you'll be blown away. <laughs> You're going to love it. Well, speaking of Black Ops 5, let's go back to Black Ops 4 for a second. And I feel like this is that generational gap in zombies I haven't experienced since Shino Numa to Doris. Where in Shino Numa... It took how you played zombies and then introduced Pack-A-Punch and it completely changed the fundamentals of a game in a way that we've never really felt until just recently again. Because even though we had the introduction of Gobblegum systems and they've changed some things here and there, the removal of jugs, the, the overhaul of the perk systems, the weapon systems, the interfaces, it's just they have completely changed a lot to this game. And it's it's... It feels like well, how the hell are you gonna like a whole new system? Yeah, how are you gonna top this for the, and which I love by the way. Remember that complaint? We're like, oh my god, please don't be Bo3 zombies all over again. It's not thankfully, but how are you ever gonna follow this up? I don't think they can. I think this is the game that is is they've done so much right and so much more. When uh, Craig told me at the event uh, about you know the community has questions they want answered and some of them. Might not like the answers to those questions. What is... Like, I was terrified that he was going to be... Like, all this awful shit was going to happen. Classified as, like, the best-kept secret ever when it comes to the Call of Duty zombie releases. This map is the swan song, love baby, greatest nostalgia high you it could is. ever have for it the zombie storyline. It, it is an ode to Black Ops 1. Oh, my God. It 100% is. It is... I, John, and this will change over time most likely, but I have never felt love for a map like I have for Classified besides when I first played Darice. This is one of my favorite maps of all time, if not my favorite map of all time already. And I haven't even seen how the map ends yet. Just like Sam, I, I have dreamed of these with my friends about the Sam talking to you and tormenting you while you play and stuff. It's just like, there's so much that is just amazing with this game it's 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 unbelievable I, I, where do you want to start john what do we what do we want to get into what should we hit on um by the way we're on uh before we get too far spotify itunes you can check us out there patreon you can get cool stuff just to pimp Link out that stuff yeah all that's check there out the all right um but seriously let's talk about God, there's, so, there's so much i want to talk about like there's topics i want to talk about that you've already skipped over like yeah, just rolled right through. We, we, and now yeah, past me in my head. we we got so much. We we can talk about jug and all that, and the system oh, and the update. We we okay, got okay. So I would so so to me, I feel like you were saying, where do they go from here? Yeah, I feel like if Black Ops Four, if Black Ops Four has created a new system, mm -hmm. Black Ops Five will refine that system. Okay. Um, can I give you my biggest gripe to this system? That's not necessarily oh. like like I I've had a, I've had a lot of gripes that um I feel like are game breaking. Mm -hmm. This is one where I'm wait, just wait, a little sad. Before what? you get into the game-breaking gripes, mine is, like, should you buy Black Ops? We're going to be talking about this for a majority of the video, all right? And going through our reviews and impressions, all that. But for a really quick, just a couple minutes into it, should you buy it? The straight-up answer. Me, 
if you like oh, a better PUBG and you like zombies, this game is great for sixty dollars. Are you kidding me? This is you're gonna get everything you ever wanted out of this game. There is not there is not a more complete and more full zombie experience than this game base. Mm-hmm. Like you know, black. I, I used to say Black Ops 3 is the penultimate zombie experience. Mm-hmm. And I still think that in a way. Mm-hmm. Because not only does it have all the amazing features and you can you can you can just fucking destroy the game with gobble guns, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives you the option to be OP, lets you play all the classic maps and chronicles. Then in addition to that, you have all the really good Black Ops 3 maps that are for the most part incredibly strong. Yep. I still in a way think Black Ops 3 is that penultimate experience. But there is no base game better. Excuse me, base game better than Black Ops Four. I agree. It's it's unbelievable. There's Black Ops Four might Black Ops Four might evolve into the like the ultimate zombie experience as yeah. more stuff comes out. Right. But just comparing Black Ops Three on launch to Black Ops Four, it's, it's not, unreal. It's it's, it's completely not uncomparable yet. for sixty dollars. We're talking sixty dollars. I I don't get why people always bring up the hundred dollars. They're always like, why would I pay hundred dollars for this game? It's like, why would you pay hundred dollars for this game? I don't get it because the Black Ops Pass, because that's not the game. That's something else you're buying. You're buying the complete edition of all that. But besides, even, us, even just even just without the Black Ops Pass, Blood, Voyage, and Nine should much better than just Shadows. Shadows, yeah, yeah. There's no comparison. It, it blows it away in Dead Ops Arcade Two and Free Run and all that. Excuse me. There is no comparison how how well made and crafted this game is. So, it's fantastic. I'd say it's a um, buy if you're I mean, interested have, in that I stuff. Issues. I have my issues with the game. Mm-hmm. Many of them have already been patched. But <laughs> Three days I, in, by I the way. Up? You can, but just I want a preference. This is why I wasn't getting so uptight, because they were talking about so much how they're going to fine-tune things constantly. And even when you were interviewing Jason, he's saying, like, I'm not going to listen to anything, but guess what? There's a whole dedicated team, hour by hour, listening to feedback right now. It's just like... It's gonna be okay if it's if it's broken. It's this gonna is, get fixed. This, what I when I wanna when I wanna bring up though is something that's yeah. not patchable. Okay. All right. Well, now let's get um, into it. I'm I'm wondering if so. I think a lot of zombies' identity comes from the perk machines. You know. Oh boy. Here we go. And I'm wondering. And I'm wondering, does zombies lose a bit of its identity by re by the way they revamp the perks perk system? I think the perk okay. system definitely needed to be redone. I agree. But by putting it onto four faceless machines and uh-huh. then having them interchangeable, yeah, do the perks lose their luster and their identity? A bit, because that's the problem is all the jingles for all the machines are just the same, and that's a big disappointment to me. Um, smart guy brought it up to me that he's sad that there's no jingles. And I'm like, no, I've heard jingles, but... I, he might have been trying to say there's only one jingle for all of it, and I agree. I'm like, that's that does suck that we have um, lost what was so much fun about PhD nighttime breeze. Like you know, it's like reach for jug or not, and you know, yeah, yeah, little bit, little bit of that's gone right now. And lost it, that it identity. Makes me, it makes me saddened because that was such a huge like like when you think about zombies, zombies mm-hmm. in a sense can be characterized by the mystery box, the pack a punch, and the perks. You know. Mm-hmm. Because those are those four elements that pretty much make it through every map. Every so often, they'll change the look of the mystery box or the look of the pack-a-punch. But it it's still the same at its core, mm-hmm. you know? And now the perks have lost a little bit of that magic. Like, I'm not even buying perks as much, are you? 
Yes, because they're freaking great. And then the bonuses you get are great. It's I think that's a product of the game came out three days ago. No one knows how to play the game optimized yet. No one knows what loadouts are essential and how big a buff they give you. How fast you are with like stamina up or how quick you move with certain perks is is really something we got to iron out and test out. So I think that's one of those long-term things. Like when Jason said in his interview with you that like, I'll, I'll talk about, I'll look at it in a month. I think that's definitely a, what he needs to look at in a month. Not like leave the game alone for a month. Absolutely not. They need to be updating this shit every day. But like for those major decisions, like bring Jug back. That's something we should talk about in a month. That's not something we uh, should be doing today. Well- I don't think we'll ever get Jug back. I hope at not. not I hope game. not at all. I think it's... I love the I game in, in way this, it plays. And that's why I said this is an unpatchable issue. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it's not even an issue. It's just um, you got to let go of the past. Um, yeah. You know, like your Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Just, you're not letting go. <laughs> um, yep. No, but it, it's... It, it, I'm not even all that upset about Jog beating Revive. No, I love going forward. Quick is gone, too. They just give you Quick Revive in the sense of the old version of Quick Revive. Now think, it does more they, stuff. They, sh- they should have gave it, I, I think they should have given you three lives. Like, there are four mm-hmm. lives. They You only have three lives now. I think if you're going to lower the health, which the health is lower now, even at 200, yep. it still give us our, our base four lives. That to me feels like that should have that that was an oversight. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because this reminds me of the classic World at War days. So this, I was telling John about this before the show. It's just like so many people are complaining about the difficulty and stuff about this. Is like I, I you start in Bo One, right, John? Kino Der Toten. Mm-hmm. I start Nocturne and Toten, and it's just like you fucked up once and you're dead and it's over and no one got past round 25 and circles weren't a thing back then and that was some of my favorite strategies was camping and trying to get as high as possible when we got into the 30s we were losing our shit because of how crazy difficult hard it was that's kind of the game this launched as i don't think it'll stay this way but that's why i'm not i don't have any problems with it because it's like this is this is world at war but update it and better and way way more but it's like it, it has that feeling of challenge again that i haven't felt in years john i never felt threatened in bo3 i mean my god yeah neither did i but i liked that maybe maybe i need a security blanket but (laughs) there's a a level of comfort you feel when you have jug and that comfort isn't gone i mean that comfort like like every time you down Mm -hmm. especially in a solo game and you haven't picked up jug yet yep you know you're a little tense Yep. You're like, all right, fuck. I got to make sure I don't make any mistakes for the next minute until I get jug. Okay. And then you get jug and you're like, okay, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't, you're just kind of always on edge in Black Ops 4, especially now with uh, the lower health where it's like, I really got to make sure I don't fuck up. Yeah. Well, that's especially that's true on solo when you're trying to do anything. I mean, think of if you had to do IWs like listening to Morse code on this back BO4 system, it would be literally yeah. impossible. No, there's only three lives because you only get two downs. That's that's what he's referring to. Yeah, or two two revives. You get two self revives. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good idea. I saw a Reddit post about how there should be a bit a little. There should be a little bit of additional health, like twenty five HP for each perk you buy to compensate for the loss of jug. I've seen that. I've seen that too. I think that's a really good idea. I like that a lot as well. Oh, Craig's Greg's talking shit, John. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. Didn't. Yeah, weak people. Yeah, weak. weak. But 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 also like Greg. Who cares? <laughs> people be memeing you, Greg. Don't fall for the memes. 
Um, so let's talk about the Reddit post, all right, just a little bit. I have it open over here, so let me go over Can we that. talk at the patch notes? Yeah, the patch notes. Uh, just so yeah, we can get is, on the equal... Like, read, reading this shit is like porn. Yeah, John's pretty... So pretty excited about this. I'm so jazzed up about these patch notes. So here's number one. Yep. Casual and normal and hardcore difficulty health increased by 50 points. Yep. Let's go. That's an extra so hit. So now base, H, base, base HP is 200. That's an extra hit. Yep. Always. This one really frustrated me because I was telling you read this. I So I saw a video from Frenzy yep. in which Frenzy was like me and the rest of like the competitive, really good zombie guys were just playing casual mm-hmm. because because normal difficulty is not normal. And I'm like, Frenzy is a really good player, one of the best in the community. If Frenzy says he should play casual, then I'm gonna play casual and not feel ashamed. And so now casual is basically normal. But what really pissed me off is that I was playing casual, I was really enjoying it. I'm like, this is good. 200 HP is nice, but then I go to do some of the Easter eggs and they're locked. And I'm just like, I found something I finally like and you took it away from me. Mm-hmm. But now that's gone. They've alleviated that. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> balance the adjustment rate at which players earn points. Yep. So you've had more experience this with me, but Treyarch would take away points later Yeah, on potentially. That's what I was being explained to me. I didn't even notice it happening, to be honest with you. But uh, as Milo Noah started pointing out to me, it did indeed occur because it was based on damage dealt how you earned points. So that was a, that was a strange approach, and you could tell uh, Treyarch was happy to backpedal on that one and change it up. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how they adjusted that, so it's kind yeah. Of I gotta play it still to try and figure out what the the if it feels better <coughs> or worse. I could tell you by playing classified. Nope. So, all right, no, 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 number three, balance the adjustments to tiger attacks. Yeah, they were one hitting people, so that's good. Yeah, that was that was fucked. I never Not got bad. one hit, so I have no idea. Yeah, uh, so I guess I guess that means with increased health, and they probably lowered the damage of tiger attacks. They're going to be a significantly nerfed effect in, or mm-hmm. feature in nine uh number four adjustments to hellhound spawn radius speed and frequency much needed you want to talk about a super nerf jesus yes completely needed yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, like, it's like tiger attacks they just leave it at that hellhounds yeah. they have three everything notes. they're like yeah we really went overboard yeah, you know, it's funny too because dogs and zombies were never a problem. You know, dogs were always such a joke. Not in Shinonuma World at War. Not Shinonuma, but even like a. But afterwards, even like a Dur- Kino, even like a Doris. Oh yeah, Kino, like Kino dogs. Doris um, too, because they do they had the crawling or the stalking animation, and that's why they were easy to prep for the dogs. That's what mm-hmm. was always difficult about Ashinonuma is they did exactly what they do in this game. They spawn and they're already sprinting out of spawn at you. That was part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, balance adjustments to Hellfire special weapon. Yes. You know I, much about this? Yes, that's the flamethrower. Everyone was bitching about how garbage oh. the flamethrower was, and it, it was pretty garbage. So I, I'm I interested know, in I, using I, that. Honestly, I didn't use it, so I didn't realize. Yo, the level three weapons are incredible. Oh, my God. Let me get that up All on the right. stream here. Reduce uh, number no, 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 number six. Reduce the shield repair and or the cost of shield repair and replacement. Oh really? It was a thousand yep. bucks. It was well, not too bad then. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, 
resolved an issue where some players experience crashes in the laboratory. So I think that maybe relates to all the five crashes. I hope so. There's a shit ton of crashes. Just the laboratory is not really enough, let me tell you. Uh, oh, shit. Let me go back Now, to this you. isn't in the patch notes, but I saw it in a comment. Zombies don't bleed out anymore. Yes. That is the best news I've ever that heard ever. greatest. I have died. Oh, apparently so you can jump times. over the fire now, too, without getting burned. Oh, in nine? Yeah. Well, that's good. Although the fire was never really an issue for me. Oh, it was 1,500. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, chat's in a weird location to me. I got, I got to move the chat. I'm having a tough time seeing it. So let me let me move some uh, things around here. But I, I so yesterday I've been trying to get the punch card Easter eggs done, mm -hmm. and it's been so goddamn frustrating because you're playing with three hits. Hellhounds take a lot more damage and spawn more. No, stop it, stop. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> fuck it, we're making it harder. We're gonna make it even worse. You thought you were unhappy. Now just wait. Um, no, so. Yeah, so I'm trying to do the punch card Easter egg. Mm -hmm. Only two revives, 1,500 or five, 150 health. Um, the zombies are bleeding out after two radios. So then I'd have to play through another round in which I'm getting fucked in the ass by dogs. Mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't do it. I died four or five times over the course of like four hours trying to get that punch card Easter egg done. I still haven't fully done it yet. I'm, I've gotten all but six punch cards done. I haven't gotten to the seventh yet. I'm, like, I'm. I mean, this just went up 15 I'm, minutes ago, guys. Yeah, with, with these patches, they're saying patch that the zombies do bleed out. But we'll that's fine, though. Like three minutes though was unreal, or however long it was. Like they yeah. were dying so quickly, and it wasn't that I couldn't get the punch cards playing. Hmm. It was that I would listen to two, the zombie would die out, and then I'd have to play through a whole round again. And once you get into those later rounds, the odds of you surviving get more and more unlikely. Uh, someone suggests on Reddit that bleed out time increases every time you get hit. It resets it. So that's something to be interested in. Clear revive costing 2,000 points is much needed because it gives you massive buffs for a lot of shit. Like, I can go over here and just quickly, why quick is awesome now. Shorter delay before regenerating health and increased regeneration rate. Revive players faster. Dude, that's amazing for especially a game that's so concerned about health. That's one of the things that we were worried about. Like, they removed jugging quick, and now with the issues we had with the dogs, you now had to make it a staple to have quick revive and stamina up because stamina up allows you to outrun the dogs forever, and quick allows you to get your health regen as fast as possible when you're getting hit by the dogs. So now you just mm -hmm. ran into the same issue. You just replace quick and jug with quick and stamina. <laughs> yeah, you, you had the issue where everybody was buying the same perks. But then mm -hmm. the new perks you implemented ended up becoming staples because you had removed others. Mm -hmm. I think the perk yeah. system's phenomenal, though, in this new game. I see someone bitching about I, that. I, th I think you got to give it time. I, I think there's, as you read all the modifiers and how all this stuff plays together and works together, it's this definitely seems like the initial reaction of like, oh, it's something new. I hate this. It's not fun. And you're struggling because you got to learn a brand new way to play. And I, th that's totally. Like, I, I see the perspective of, though, yo, I bought this game. Well, I, don't, your, I don't want to learn. I don't want to learn a new game. I want to play the old what's way. Your what's your base loadout right now? Uh, the one I'm rocking in solo games where I have to do training is uh, Quick Revive, Time Slip, uh, Band Oiler, Bandit I was using yesterday, and Stamina Up as the modifier tonic. 
that was working really well for me. But the tortoise thing is awesome. The Deadshot dealer dude, you start doing way more damage because so, of that one. It's a modifier. Yep. It made Deadshot so I, um, good. I mean, I've, I've always argued that Deadshot is really good. Mm-hmm. I like Deadshot on Black Ops 3 a lot. Because the aim assist is super strong mm-hmm. and just pulls you right onto the heads. Mm-hmm. Um, my base loadout, though, has been Quick Revive, um, Electric Cherry, just because I haven't unlocked Bandolier yet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Stamina Ups my modifier, and then I've been running the, the Turtle one. Yeah. Dude, I think Mule Kick's going to be a staple, though, because basically Speed Cola is a part of the modifier of Mule Kick. So, oh, is it? Wait, yeah. What's time, what's time, uh, time slip again? Uh, that's the one reloading. Nope, coming back here. Equipment cooldown rate increased. Mystery box and pack a punch weapons appear faster. Greatly reduces trap and fast travel cooldowns. So you get your equipments faster, which is really important. And shit just appears out of the box. It's awesome. And pack a punch. You can get so many more hits in. Hmm. I don't know. I I read that and I'm like, that's a nice luxury, but I think I could do without it. No, because think about how they took away the. Um, Yes, in your sense, but now from my perspective, um, think about they. Jason told you on the stream, like basically, instead of using jug, you use your specialist weapons. That's how you survive now. And so, remember how you're saying, like, well, that shit's not always ready for you. It's always ready for me, John. I always have it ready because of that time slip. Just about every round, I'm using that to make sure I never get d- killed or stuck in a corner or whatever thing. So that's ca- why I've been using that. Um, but the Mule Kick one is its modifier is switch weapons faster. The additional weapon will be saved and restored on the next Mule Kick perk. Okay, well, it's only switch weapons faster, which is helpful when you're pulling crap out. But that's not the Speed Cola, darn it. What, no. Yeah. I miss Speed, man. I don't know. I am, run, I, I am wondering if we're getting into a place right now where there are too many good perks and not enough slots. Yes, that's what it feels like. Now right I'll now, be on board with that. There's maybe right now six or seven perks that I think are all really good, and mm-hmm. I, you've you've convinced me that time slip might actually be worth equipping. Mm-hmm. Which one do you but not like? By it, the way, what are the other ones you don't like? After after your finish your thought, I'm sorry. The ones okay. Uh, let me finish my thought. Yeah. Please. Um, but if if quick revive and speed cola are now staples, mm-hmm. and maybe they aren't anymore thanks to these new uh mod these new modifications. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely, I still think we're limited in our perk selections. Yeah. It, it, what I don't like, um, the one where you die. Yeah. I don't think it's that necessary. Dying wish. Yeah, I don't think dying wish is that great. Um, have you used the PhD slider yet? I have not really gotten into PhD slider at all. Watching it, I, I watched John do a video with PhD Slider, yeah. and I was like, hey, this doesn't look that great. I don't really want to slide right into zombies. Yeah. So, I'm no. not thrilled on that one. What are the others? I don't. I should pull them up. Yeah, you actually. should. Um, the, uh, Stone Cold Stronghold is something I love uh, because I'm a camper in zombies. I always love those strategies. When you have that on, uh, staying your ground creates a defensive circle, which boosts damage and armor over time while inside, which is awesome. So you get armor. Remember the thing you're bitching about? You stand still, you're doing more damage, and you you have armor. That's a dream. And uh, it, see, I see. I saw that one, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't think I'll ever use it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that thrilled by it. It's For me, it's like every time, that's it. Like You need to hold out, right? 
that's the perk. If you're ever doing a camping strategy, that's the perk you got to have on. Because even the modifier, enemies killed inside the defensive circle also boosts damage and armor. It's just adding damage multipliers and making you stronger as long as you stay within the circle. That's, that's for anybody that camps, that's amazing. Yeah. All right, Winter's Whale. Yep. That's uh, Widow's Wine, basically. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I feel like they took Widow's Wine's worst feature and turned it into its own perk. The the Widow's Wine grenade that saves you? Not the grenade, not the grenades, but just when zombies would hit you and then they'd be stuck. Yeah. Yeah, that was its worst feature. I thought that's what made the game easy mode was being able to have that. Um, no, it made the game easy mode because it allowed you to take extra hits. The problem was when the zombies were stuck and then they just continued to be in your way. Oh, I see what you're saying. Does that happen with Winter's Whale yeah. a lot? Uh, I haven't used it, but that's just what it's, that's just what it struck me as. I haven't unlocked it yet. I've just seen other I just saw John using it. Okay. Um, Richard um, donates. This is on the topic. That's why I want to bring it up now. Doing all the Easter eggs should give a fifth perk slot. I think that gives us a bigger reward with the Easter eggs. If all of a sudden we get all the perks just for doing the Easter egg, now that's a much bigger deal than it was before. But then again, then everyone's going to be saying, I have to do the Easter egg. I got to get all the perks so I can be super overpowered. And that might lead down a dangerous path. So I'm not sure what our rewards are actually going to be this time around. Uh, do you ever see yourself turning on Secret Sauce? What Secret Sauce? Oh, my God, that's, yes. That's, that's that was so much fun. I was doing that pre-release in the review copy I got. That was so much fun. It was just like, well, great. Now I have the best of all worlds. I can just keep screwing around all the time. Mm-hmm. I really um, liked it. Let's see what else is there. Dying Wish. Oh, Depth Perception. Depth Perception. That's the one that allows you to see enemies through walls. Yeah, that was a weird weird one. I think it's only good as a modifier. Deal increased damage to special enemy weak points. So basically it makes Blight Fathers easier, which is a big deal because those guys are annoying. But mm-hmm. it, it's... Death perception is essential to Voyage of Despair, because how many like when you're playing Voyage and you turn a corner oh, and they're, Voyage they're, has all the yeah, it's it's essential for that map. But and even Blood and it could work really well. But Classified and uh, Nine, I don't see it really being a game changer or being important. Mm-hmm. Which again means there's perks catered toward different play styles because all four maps are different. Each map plays toward a completely different play style. Once again, why I like Classified is basically it's the old way I used to play. But it's way better and updated now, and everything's way more fun. So that's why I'm absolutely in love with it. Because it's just like, oh my god, this is everything I liked when I what I first liked about Zombies. But now it's taken to a way better, more polished level that I n- never thought possible. I'm really cold right now. I'm putting my hands in my shirt. Yeah, my hands are cold too. What the fuck's going on? We're not getting circulation? Doing too many videos or something? <laughs> We're sitting in our chairs playing videos. Yeah, playing video games all day. That's the problem. That's the problem, and get t- getting shitty uh, takeout food delivered to us, and just becoming unhealthy pieces of garbage. Chinese food tastes so good on the first bite, and then just gets progressively worse. Yes. After. Yo, by the time I'm on the last like bit of food I'm eating in Chinese, I'm like, I I want to puke. What a, I have, I'm I a have, piece of garbage. I have, four, I have like four pieces of General Tso's chicken left. Yeah, and I'm like, I want these. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man, that's that's the dream right there. There it is. Um, yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the inside life of a YouTuber. Bad circulation, varicose veins. Eventually, I imagine if we don't stand up. I hope I never get those, but you never know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about other shit. Uh, elixirs. Let's talk about them. 
How do you feel about them? The God Juice. God Juice is a back baby. I like them. Are you are you, are you using them much? I All the time, dude. They're amazing. I haven't touched them. Oh I'm on God, the dude. standard default. Dude. One equipment just gives you all your your grenades back. So you're like, you know, your little homunculus guy you like. All right, you throw two of them. Oh, I have them all back instantly. And guess what? That's gonna recharge in like two minutes, and I'm gonna have them all back again. It's it's amazing. Um, nowhere but here, awesome. Just like oh, uh, someone dies across the map, I'm there and I revive them. And it's better than PhD because that's sort of like what I really didn't like about Modern Warfare 2 going way back in the day. When you got a Predator missile, like 9 out of 10 times, the idea was like, why don't you just push a button and someone random on the map dies? It's horseshit because Predator missiles always kill someone. And in Phoenix Up, it's basically like, all right, everyone's up. There's no gameplay mechanic. There's no feeling of reward or anything like that. This way, nowhere but here, you you spawn right on them and you still got to revive them and everything. Fun! You know, it still adds some more to the game, especially if your uh, teleport place is off. Now you're like, oh shit, and you got to have some more fun with that. Uh, aftertaste. I don't know why I haven't. I don't know why I haven't dug into them yet. They're amazing. Like dude. I've, I've, I've literally just been like, I just like I looked at them once and then never touched them again. I still use the defaults. They're no, oh. and I don't even use them. Dude, oh, right. by the way, John. Oh my it god, this is probably why you're getting mad, is, dude. You, part of the problem is, is that also I don't have many yet. You know, you don't need them. You don't want the other ones. The classics are all you really need. We'll get, get into how they're not even overpowered anymore. It's great. John, as soon as you're about to die, all you have to do is click left on the D-pad. You're instantly invulnerable as you pop nowhere, anywhere but here. So yeah, every time you like, oh, yeah, you say that, but that's like as if I'm anticipating going down. I find that like when I'm about to die, mm -hmm. it's by some random bullshit that I didn't see coming. Like a dog hits me from behind. If you're on that, but if you ever get trapped, basically, is when you're like, oh crap, all you have to do is click a button and you're safe. Yeah, okay. I see that. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I do need to dig into them. I don't know. One why of the worst ones by far, Cameron Day, and you got this right, and you got it right, and you got it even more right in your team. There is an elixir to drop 500 points. So you have to wait for a cooldown to drop another 500 points to your teammates. Like, they get so much stuff right in this game. Like, you can share your oh, weapon yeah. now. You can, like, mule kick. It tells you which gun is your mule kick slot. There's so many little details I got right in Black Ops 4 versus then something like this in point drops. It's like, what? You, you got to make the cooldown on point drops non-existent. It's just got to be just like World War II. You can just spam all your points away. That's the dumbest elixir but i haven't I used that. it yet i like that a lot to be that fair that was a great feature in World yeah War II. it was awesome to be fair maybe it is and there is no cooldown on it but reading that and seeing how the cooldowns work i was like this this seems asinine now and also burnt out is one of the default ones which always gives you extra hits which was another reason why i wasn't feeling this uh pressure a lot of people do playing this game saying it's too hard because they give you the shit you're supposed to use the specialist weapon the elixirs all the time you're constantly giving yourself buffs which might be too busy for people. That's that's a good uh, counter-argument or devil's advocate is like, well, I don't want to be pressing all this shit. I just want to play my game. And then I guess Jason could come in and do his uh, little, uh, well, there's mutations for that. It's like, okay, Jason, let's just back up a little bit. And... Nah, well, uh, here's my counter-argument to the, well, there's mutations. Yeah. Or maybe you do need to play casual. Because mm -hmm. that's what Jason said. Jason said, uh, people are like, oh, casual? That's not for me. I would never play casual. He's like, yep. well, Maybe try it. Maybe you'll like it. Mm -hmm. And my counter argument to that would be, well, players shouldn't have to resort to like the easiest difficulty to feel comfortable, you know? 
Like depends on what. Well, that's that's as a consumer point of view, right? The developer. I, I I literally hear Jason in my head saying like, "Well, that's not the game I'm making." Like, yeah, I know, I know, I get that. All right, Jason. Well, I guess then we have nothing more to talk about today. <laughs> like at that point, at that point, it's a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. I just think that like when you have skilled zombie players saying, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, I'm gonna go play casual because nope. normal difficulty isn't normal," mm-hmm. then I think you've gone a little too far. Potentially, mm-hmm. I, I don't know where map. I stand on that just yet. But wait, uh, we should go map by map. Yeah, we should we go, go map, map by map. But I wanted to, there was something else I want to talk to you about with these uh, elixirs. Excuse me. Oh, aftertaste. One last bit about aftertaste. It's sort of good later on, but the whole fun of these elixirs is to keep rotating through them constantly. Once you pop aftertaste, you can't pop another elixir. Otherwise, you lose your aftertaste. And I think that's a complete and utter mistake. Because now you've stopped the fun of the game. Because now you're just so concerned about not losing your perks when you go down. It's just kind of... Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks in that sense. Um, by the way, but looking at the common... and Oh, what's that one, though? What is that one? Control Z. I'm aware Z. that now normal is four hits, by the way. Whoa! Control Z. Insta-activation. Turn zombies near you into allies. That's pretty cool. That's a that's a really cool one. Look at that. I didn't even see the, the newer elixirs. Uh Phantom Reload. So Sometimes like reloading a, does not use ammo. That's just like that one that one uh alternate ammo type then. Yes. Which is still in the game. And by the way, they changed them all. You, I know we're calling it Deadwire just because that's what we're used to, but all the names are different and that they do function slightly different than they do in the uh, old game. I, I I I I'm getting real annoyed though by the old name by the new names not coming back. The old name's not coming back. But they play differently, so that's why I'm not annoyed. It's like, that's a great way to separate, like, this is not Deadwire, it's it's completely different. We changed it. Yeah, I know. It's just that, like, I'm going to call it Deadwire for the rest of time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it's going to be awful. get annoyed at me. To 100%. Oh, dude, an- Antithesis is uh, a rare uh, elixir now. Oh, boy. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, boy. Well, that's a good bouncing that might, method. Though, that might become essential, though. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Depending on depending on how the point system gets nerfed or buffed. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm not a. It's 55 levels for prestiging and zombies, by the way, which it feels like a lot because half the shit. Like when I played local offline, I was so excited to have all this shit at my fingertips just to jump in and play the game. But then again, this is part of the grinding now that we have in zombies. Seeing how much like was locked to start was really are shitty. Gonna, like the armory. Are you gonna prestige? Oh yeah. I'm gonna play this game so much it makes no it makes zero sense for me not to prestige. I'll probably well, be using the, what? What's the what's the value in prestiging? What do I get out of it? I I don't know yet, John. It might just be the calling cards. It might be other things. I have no That's idea. That's why, like, I I even I, I didn't <laughs> skins. Pre- I maybe prestiged once in Black Ops two or Black Ops three. Yeah. I prestige every time. It was, I don't know. I got to unlock everything because you play a certain way. So, like, I get the prestige token. And I'm just going to be like, all right, Mule Kick's open now. So, that was the really the one big thing I wanted to have. So, now I get to go all the way through the god juices, the god nectars, go all the way through with so, those. Someone in your chat is saying uh, yeah. Tigers are still one hit. They're still one hit. Well, maybe you didn't update your game or maybe it hasn't been implemented yet. Who knows? The patch notes say that, but, you know, they could be liars. Or maybe someone said they said did that, but they didn't actually do it. But they intended to. That happens all the time. And then we got to tell them, hey, you missed it. Yeah, probably something just went wrong because I don't think one hit was intentional. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not a fan of how everything's freaking locked for the, like, trying to level up your guns and all that stuff. It's just kind of, like, exhausting to me to be like, I'm using well, all these guns. Black Ops, 
Black Ops 3 was like that. Yeah, but it was only 35 levels, and it was so much quicker to unlock almost everything. Like, they were giving you yes. guns all the time. I'm level uh, 35, I believe, and I I still have guns completely locked. I have two assault rifles completely locked. Two, so, yeah, I have the top two of everything still locked at 35 mm-hmm. levels. And then that means I'm not upgrading my le- weapon levels, which means I can't get the attachments on it. And uh, and then by the time I get to level 55 and everything's unlocked, I'm going to be prestiging instantly. So it's just like, uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I got to get through the prestige a couple times before I really give an honest review of how that is. Okay, mm-hmm. let, let's talk about, uh, oh, uh, do you want to talk we, about the, we, the difficulties? And then we can talk about the maps. We can go through that. Yeah, sure. So you talked about casual actually quite a bit, and it's a very comfortable way of playing. Um, you can check normal. Normal is, is what I've very much enjoyed uh, so far, and it's uh, I, a lot of people don't like it because of the the balance issues. And but it really reminded me of a time where I used to play. I haven't tried hardcore yet, but holy effing f realistic mode! Wow. Can we talk about how weird the zombies move in realistic mode? No. Oh, do they? They must alter the spread. I didn't even notice that. No, it's not the spread. It's the speed. Okay. They're faster. They are. Like they they look faster, but they're not actually faster. You, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna load this up real quick. Just a, a quick. Um, it's something about. It's almost like the zombies are skating on the ground. The way they skating. Move. Let's let's take a look at this. Let's take a look. Um, at this. What would be a good map? But it's it's, uh, it's like you look at them and they're like, oh man, these guys are moving. But they're still not faster than you, which is good. That's how it should be. Oh, shit. It even shows you the stats for each mode, too, each difficulty, the stats. Look at that. That's impressive. Oh, do they? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I know so, they tell you the health. So if I go to realistic and if I go to blood, oh, but I did that offline. That's right. But, yeah, if you go to normal, it actually tells you everything you've done on normal. That's amazing. Dude, this game is so, like, st- if no, you were a statistician. Oh, oh you mean your stats it. like your rounds and stuff. Yeah, for, for but for oh, each oh, mode, yeah. like uh, kills, headshots, highest round, main quest mm-hmm. completions, yeah, and all that. Did you know there's 13 dead o- dark ops achievements? Mm-mm. That's a lot. 13 on launch. I, we didn't have 13 the whole Black Ops four three if I if I remember correctly. Uh, let me let me do classified real quick just to show you guys what realistic is like. It won't last long. Let me tell you. Um, I, I am just dumbfounded by the depth of all these maps um what what do you want to get into talking map by map map right now or well, right, well i got just, just our impressions our thoughts um sure somebody sure. said somebody said in your comments um, yeah you should get more xp for playing in realistic mode oh 100 agree 100 agree i don't know if that's the case probably not but I think like you should definitely get rewarded for making more. I had I had a whole list because it is hard. Oh yeah, the lo- it should be what's like. Your high, what's your what's your highest in realistic? I played it once and I survived round three. I made round two. Oh it's really? Hard. But the zombies are they're so fast in realistic. What what map did you play on though? That could that could impact it. I played on uh, Blood. Voyage. Uh, oh Voyage. god, you played the hardest map. Mm-hmm. Voyage is so god darn hard. I had all these lists I had ready for the show and everything of like feedback and stuff that needs to be fixed and fine-tuned and the stuff that's really, really darn good. It's uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's gone in the ether here. But 
here here we go and also yes i'm on cartoon mode if you guys uh haven't seen this yet there's a, a cool way that you can change the graphical options if you go all the way to content filler and you can turn on and off uh cartoon mode something to keep in mind did you know about cartoon mode before jason told no you? not a clue that's awesome i, I would have never known yeah jason was like have you seen cartoon mode i'm like there's a cartoon mode yeah i would have i would have had absolutely no idea mm-hmm So what do you what? So are you mm. noticing this? How how the zombies look like they're moving faster, but they're really not that much faster. I'm looking for it right now. I on uh, round one. Uh, yeah, I could see it. It's, it's a little brisker of a walk, maybe. I don't know if mm -hmm. I'm just trying to see it because you're trying to show me or whatnot. But where's the last zombie? Oh boy, I could very well just not be describing it. Uh, oh, I should have got a, another different gun. Oh, boy. This is going to... And there's no getting up. You get one hit down, and that's it. It's just game oversville. That's why... I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be the Dark Ops challenge for like getting to round 10 on realistic mode. I feel like that's got to be a thing. I'm, I'm so curious what all these Dark Ops challenges are. Four of them are Easter egg main quests. Okay, so we got that out. What in the hell is the other eight? Do you think there's going to be uh, Easter egg quests uh, crossing over? Do you think there's going to be an opportunity? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Maybe, like, Jesus. Maybe in, in realistic mode? I don't know. Yeah, that's potential. Is this going to kill me with the fire? Oh, I, I don't know what damage it is because Jason, I think, misspoke in the stream saying you only have one one health in realistic. You actually do yeah, have 50. Yeah, I think he misspoke. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It might have been Voyage and just the way Voyage looks, John. I don't, I don't see them doing anything. Oh, anything crazy. Yeah, it could be. Maybe Voyage is just a bullshit map, John. Voyage is ruined. <laughs> well, let's talk about Voyage here for a second. Well, how do you feel about Voyage of Despair? Like, it, it's supposed to be the hardest map on launch. So, do, do you feel that? strike me as the hardest map. No. No? What do you feel the hardest um, map is? hardest map right now yeah maybe. i don't know they all they all aren't that hard to me the game is just hard in general Ooh, like my really? thought process behind voyage mm -hmm. is that anytime you just want to train just train on one of the decks of the ship mm -hmm. so that's what i would do okay um and then i would i would go about the various rooms in the map mm -hmm. like on my own time so when you play it like that i didn't find it that difficult especially like navigating the map like i don't know it just didn't really feel that difficult to me what about the tight corners of the map did you feel claustrophobic at all in the hallways and everything not really no because i was just getting through them as fast as possible um mm -hmm. the only thing i'd say is that it's a little bit like a maze and part of the problem is it just hadn't played it enough yet yes it's gonna take time to learn dude it took but me forever to figure out some I, of those as I, locations as I, wander around, as I wander around voyage i don't know the layout mm. like I'm just, I'm just completely wandering um so i don't really have that i i that's my only issue with voyage in terms of difficulty i don't know, do you find the tight corners difficult oh uh, yeah I, I was getting i get caught up on later rounds really darn easily are you still playing by the way yeah i'm still alive it's it's round uh three it's about to be round four Jesus. <laughs> it's round four <laughs> <laughs> 
I think you should focus on the podcast and not play, but that's just my opinion. I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just shocked right now. This isn't going to last long, John. I'm going to get Insta down right. here in just a moment, and then we'll be right I back at it. Should, I think you should kill yourself. You think I should kill myself? All right, John. I will, I'll put this on pause for right now. We're just going to put that back there. All right. I did not expect to be doing that good on Realistic. You, you, you got my hopes up there, John, that uh, Realistic was going to be this easy one-and-done thing to show everybody how hard it is, and then here I am again, not dying, not understanding everybody's uh, concerned with the fucking difficulty. Anywho, uh, where are we? We are talking about map-by-map map, uh, reviews. So, Voyage, you, you yeah. really haven't felt too much. I felt like it's uh, layer-by-layer, it, it's... There's like five to six layers on it at times. I was going down the staircase to try and find Pack-A-Punch, and I was yeah. just like, dear God, I just went down like four banisters of stairs, and I'm yeah. still not there. <laughs> well, that's 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 my thing when I'm playing Voyage. I'm like, this place is huge. Like, it's massive, and I don't know where I am at any given time sometimes just because mm -hmm. it's so big. But I also think that's just going to, once I learn the map, I'll get it. Mm -hmm. Like there's been so many times where I'll jump into a map and I'll be like, this place is too complicated. I'll never learn it. And I have it down in like a day. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the map I've played the least. So voyage. So, okay. So that's fair. Yeah. So how about blood? You probably played that one the most would be my guess. Or classified. No, classified? Uh -huh. Nine? Which one classified, have you played most? Classified. classified is what I played the most. Yeah, me too. Okay. It's not even close. I've pretty much almost exclusively been playing classified. Nice. Nice. Um, Like I, I have two or three games in each map. But classified is by far and away what I play the most. Mm -hmm. We'll save that one for last. Yeah, yeah. We've also talked about classified a lot already. Yep. But um, no, let's do nine. Nine. Um, I like I like the fact that nine is a bright and relatively open map. Mm -hmm. Like I like coming out into like the main arena area and it being like a bright day. Like we haven't had that in zombies in a while, so I appreciate that. Definitely, especially and World War Two is all dark and dreary. And how gorgeous is all the different, like, areas? None of the, like, you just feel like you're walking into a new aesthetic area when you go into any of the temples. It's so wonderful to be like, oh, I'm in a new world. Oh, my God, look at it. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in Greece. I'm in uh, Ireland. It's just so oh, I beautiful. Love, I love how each how each area is, um, is like, designed and themed towards its god and its region. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that layer of detail. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, it's so um, good disappointed though by the the uh the glowy areas ever from the trailer oh the fungus it's part of the yeah, easter the egg that's why i know it's part of the easter egg but like i thought it was gonna be a more like special room you know yeah like it's pretty casual yeah yeah it is casual i don't know we'll have to see we'll see if it evolves more or less but that that is the the worries and fears we get into now with these maps is just like our imaginations are running so wild that the expectations are going to soar so far above what is realistic that these maps in a month we might be going, you know, they weren't that good. You know, I think we were just kind of caught up on it and released. So it's it's a weird, weird place we're in. Just we're so close to launch. It's it's really tough to be like, is this the best game ever? The best zombies game ever? Sure, fuck, it feels like it, man. Like I, it's not the. Is it the best game ever? I best zom zombies, zombies, best, best game. Zombies no. Ever? no, no, no. You don't think it's the best zombies ever? No. Oh, all right. We'll I see. Think Black Ops Three is. I mean, I've already gone. Over I know. This. I know Black why. Ops yeah, Three yeah. is the best zombie experience you could ask for. It has a little bit of everything. I'm just. I'm. I'm so this far down the world in lot. anticipation. This game is a lot, but it's way too new for me to make that judgment. Call. I, 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 yes. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I- I'm already just on the hype train of what the Game of the Year edition will be. We're already that much further ahead of BO3. I, I can't imagine them blowing this down the road. But they could. Stranger things have happened. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I do wonder sometimes so if four maps on release was too much. It might be. It does feel Jason like a even lot. Jason even said this on the interview where they had a they had a number of game modes that were ready to go. Yeah. Um like Rush and and Classic and um I guess those are only two game modes, right? Yeah. Like there's more. Um he said mm-hmm. on the stream and in the interview that they had others that like they could have just released if they wanted. Um he's hinted at grief. Grief might be coming back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, the problem is you don't want to release too much stuff on release. Yeah. And I, and I, and I 100% agree, and I almost wonder if we have hit that critical point with the four maps. Now, listen, this is someone brought this up over. They're like, what happened to factions? What happened to callings? What happened to all that? That has to come a month from now because that's just it. Yeah. It's just too much. You throw that in here, too. Everyone's going to be like, I can't. I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to play your game. This is too much. It's already close to that territory. You know, it's also part of the benefit of when they locked the Easter eggs. Yeah, that was really where they smart gave of us them. like they gave us twelve hours just to learn the new systems before we even looked into the Easter eggs. It was it was one of the best moves they could have done for this. Yeah. Oh, I the way they that. locked the Easter eggs was fantastic. Jesus, John, we've been going for an hour just like, about. You couldn't find anything, dude. There's so much to talk about. Oh my god. Yeah. We didn't even get so into the why blood I'm- trailer. That's why we we can skip over the blood trailer. No fucking way! We have to talk about the blood trailer. All right, well, we're going map by map. Yeah, all right. Going map by map. I know. Continuity. Nine. What did you think of? Well, we're still on nine, dude. Yeah, nine. I mean, it's so gorgeous. The gameplay is one of my favorites. I love the crowd chanting and the momentum system. And the uh, we didn't even talk about the announcer voice. How amazing mm. is the new announcer voice? All I hear in my uh, in my head all the time is like double points, but that just bassy, manly voice all the time. I love it, and it feels like that arcade when he, you know, he rush mode. But like, yeah. if when you're playing in it and you hear the crowd chanting and you the beats going and you're shooting and killing oh it's unbelievable thank you so much oh my god thank you mom i have food oh my god i was gonna pass out um it it was just to me un i haven't felt that fun of an experience atmospherically and the immersion of nine is almost second to none how good the immersion is for nine and just getting to enjoy the crowd nine might be their best map aesthetically Yes. I think I, that's one of the best aesthetically pleasing maps they've ever had. Oh, I didn't talk about this with you, but I now get why they launched with nine. Because on the inside, like the devs, they're seeing the map that we're playing now. And they go, this is the better map than Voyage. We're definitely showing nine first. But they cl- there's a clear mm-hmm. disconnect between the marketing. Because as us as consumers, seeing nine first was like, what the fuck is this? What what are we doing? This is craziness for a lot of people's reactions. So mm-hmm. I find that at least interesting to see that there was a clear disconnect between what the developers knew was the better map and how it was marketed, which is, you mm-hmm. know, something to consider. Um now blood. Yep. What what are your thoughts on blood right now? 
I will well, I'll bake the trailer into it too. I think Blood is one of the harder maps comparatively to everybody else. I would agree. I think I think Blood is definitely one of the harder maps. I think Blood is actively working against you to kill you, which again reminds me of Black Ops One Shangri La. It reminds me of the old Varuk World at War, and stuff was purposely designed to get you in those maps, and that comes into the setting that comes into uh the tone and the atmosphere of alcatraz the map in that trailer was incredible i think it's the best trailer they made to date so far in the sense of just emotion and just the uh, that trailer doesn't work though if we don't have 10 years of zombies so let's be fair mm-hmm. but seeing as well as it does but seeing what it is after 10 years of all this and seeing our characters break and snap and seeing how Alcatraz, the map, breaks everyone. It breaks the mobsters. It breaks Primus. That just sets it up to be so much bigger for when you do succeed. Or if a group can beat Alcatraz. Or when we get rid of Alcatraz. That, By the way, this completely subverted our expectations when we were watching them in the original trailer. And we're like, look at how good they are. Yeah, the teamwork and everything, dying. right? Yeah, it was so completely exciting. subverted that. And then it's just... But, in, but that's, this was in the good way. Not the Ryan Johnson way. This was totally... Yeah, yeah. Because the foreshadowing was there. That's why I was like, I, I made two videos talking about this. We're just like, oh my God, there's so much teamwork. And then I start looking into the quotes and everything at Revelations again. I'm like, but none of this makes sense based on the conversations. Because Nikolai is literally throughout the entire series up until Re- after Revelations. He's like, I don't trust the German. He's a piece of garbage. And it's just like, he had literally zero character arc. And that's why it makes mm-hmm. me so interested with the por- portrait Easter egg, with Nikolai's face showing up in the Ultimus storyline now, Primus Nikolai, and something, something's crazy. In the trailer, we had him holding the Cronorium. You hear him trying to turn everybody on him. The story is so rich in, the, in at least the Ether maps. It's unbelievable. The nine ones I haven't jumped into enough, and I, I'm excited for it, but it's just like, I have to wait on them. Like, I, I am actively yeah. making the decision that there's no way I'm passing up on Classified. That shit is is me, a thousand percent. That's what I've been dreaming of. Um, but Blood... I think the nine, the nine and the Voyage story have completely fallen the wayside. A hundred percent. And I, I think that's what they were trying to avoid. I really think they were trying to yeah. get away from that, and it just... I, I They... I feel like Treyarch does not quite at least some of the heads, maybe some of the internal guys, because the way they delivered on these maps, they knew what they were doing. But there's some guys with making decisions here that don't understand how much love there is for the original storyline, and in particular, the Ultimus storyline. Like, I, it's yeah. the most... I, I, want, I wish I had the numbers, even though it's DLC, so the numbers are going to be less. So Blood's probably going to be inflated that way. I wish there was a statistic we could to just, like, like a rate so we could understand to account for the difference in people buying the standard game versus the special editions. The, everyone's interested in Classified. Everyone has nothing but praise for Classified. It's it's just the one of the best maps out there. And there's issues. I'm sure there's issues with it, but I, I'm just blown away by classified crashes. There we go. That's the biggest issue it has. It's crashing. We don't get to play more of it. And that is a big stability problem they have right now. But it's just like it's it's so goddamn good. The way they made all these maps storyline wise. It's for a guy like me, it's everything I could have wished for. But someone who doesn't care about story or understand it at this point. It makes a lot of sense why these maps would be a turn off it, but there's something for everybody. Um, let's go back. Let's go back blood. to blood. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I like the catwalk sequence. I love it, when you're dude. Your way onto the prison, and you see the warden there. And he's I like, lost my shit. Our new, our new guest to Alcatraz. That was amazing. Ooh. 
Amazing. Like the warden is now the warden is now his own character. Yeah. And then you go to his house and the place is clean as could be. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so really eerie. well done. And the radios with him too. Uh, did you hear the warden radios? I've only listened to one of the radios. So you have heard him talking to nobody, right? I think so. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the big, the big deal of this map. That's the big mystery. Is it Monty? Is it Shadow Man? Is it somebody else? Who is he talking to that's controlling him in Alcatraz? That is our last antagonist, John. That is the last bad guy in the Ether storyline. That is the last hurdle we have left, is whoever this entity is that they're holding out against us that's controlling the warden. And is it an overlord? Is it the keepers? Is it who? It, it seems like Shadow Man, right? That, that, or Monty. Those seem like the obvious choices to us, right? Yeah. But it's still interesting to see how is this going to go down. Like, we we are on the final road to the end of the game, and it's interesting to hear the warden described as a shapeshifter, and he tortures people very much like the Shadow Man does, but that could be, once again, you know how they subvert expectations, and they've been giving the groundwork for foreshadowing stuff. Literally in Revelations, the Shadow Man calls Dr. Monty the devil, and yeah. Alcatraz is purgatory. All right, oh, fuck you, I've been saying this for years. What? I have been saying this for three years now. What? That Monty was in control of Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't I've like it. Beating, I've been like beating it. this drum since, like, like midway through Black Ops 3. Yeah, well, well, you know what, John? I have been I have been nailing this one home forever. I, I called this one. I if, am, it, if it ends up being the case. Y- uh, you, yes. I am so adverse to it being purgatory because it was from so far ago. Because, I again, I came from the beginning. So it's so hard for me to be like, what What would purgatory have anything to do with this? And Satan and the devil being involved, that makes no sense. We're way past that at this point where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, completely. In the storyline, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was, it takes me so long. And I still have some of that bias in me where I'm just like, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want Monty to be the devil in, in Alcatraz. Well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But the way they've redone it, now it makes perfect sense. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Uh, what else about blood can we talk about? The layout is incredible. It's so much bigger. It's nice that it's familiar but different. Different pathways are open and closed, so it does feel like a new experience. Like, I think they should have connected. I think they should have connected the two sides a little bit better. Okay. Like, I mean, they do have the fast travels, which allow you yeah, to get around, so that works do. well. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let that go. Okay. Um, the map as a whole, I think, I think, really good. Like it basically, I don't know when I'm playing. When you're playing Blood, do you yeah. pretty much just play in the Alcatraz areas? Do you venture off into the other side much? Warden's place, I I camped exclusively up there by the Titan. That doesn't that doesn't count though because that's Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yeah. You know that's just a little offshoot. Spawn. Uh, where where do I normally train? Uh, uh, cafeteria, but there was another place I was going. I go cafeteria. Yeah. I don't know. I, when I play blood, I play a lot of it like I'm just playing uh, mob. Well, I found that so yeah. interesting. So my buddy Ryan, he was over here Sunday, and I let him play the games, and because he didn't have his copy or anything with him, and he had a chance to play it, and he played classified for the first time. And to what was obvious to me, like the brand new areas, right, where you could just buy new doors and go get new things, he played classified exactly like he played five. He didn't even care to look over there to see if he could buy a door to a new area. Because he was so certain, well, this is how 5 plays. And I'm playing 5 the way I need to play 5. He missed the server room. He missed uh, McNamara's room and all that. He missed everything. That's like when I played played Blood. 
mm-hmm. and I was playing alongside Jason, mm-hmm. and I walk into the room where the Pack-A-Punch is, and I didn't even see the Pack-A-Punch because, like, I'm so used to just playing it like I'm playing Mob, where it's like walk in, walk out. Yep. Like, you, you, you kind of have to rewire your brain a little. Completely. But I'm still, in a sense, playing Mob playing blob or god i get the mix up in my head i'm playing blood like i'm playing mob yeah still like once i once i'm all set up and i have all my shit that makes sense mm-hmm. so so what do you think about classified i know like we've talked about it a lot but what would you rate it on a scale of one to ten this is way too early all right so understand i am completely biased by how close i am the intensity there's a there's a whole like theory behind that, how close the intensity is to something like a uh, a conflict or an issue or a topic. I'm really close to this. I have never, like I told you earlier in the stream, fell in love with the map faster than I did with Classified compared to Dries. That's the only other map I've ever had this kind of love for. Dries and Track I've liked a lot, but not like I like Classified here. Classified to me is a 10 out of 10 map. And I just, it's... It's so tough to say that early on because it's going to change in the moment. So I'm talking today. In a month from now, I don't believe it'll be a 10 by 10 map. All right, we'll see how it goes. It all depends on how the Easter egg turns out and what the steps are and the quests and all that type of stuff. But from the intro cinematic to the Samantha quotes, to the radios, to the gameplay, to the weapon selections, to the perks, to the Easter eggs, to all the little details... This mm-hmm. has taken a map. I hate it. Hate it, Five. And it is now potentially my favorite map of all time. I think that is incredible how they were able to do that. It makes me want transit, to be honest with you, reimagined. That's how um, how in love I am with Classified. I can't sing enough. I think transit reimagined would be a fun experiment. I, I do, too. I can't sing enough praise to Five anymore, this Classified map. The old Five was boring, and I hated it. This is one of my favorites because... The thing is, though, it cheats because it uses Area 51, and that's one of my favorite places yeah. to play. And it uses some of these expanded that areas. Was big, that was a big surprise for me. That was awesome, man. Oh, I like that moment. That was fun. Oh, it was awesome. There's so many of those awesome moments. The Winter Howl is rebalanced, and it's great. And they explain mm-hmm. it, that that was the, be- the better version. We basically are playing with the prototype in 5, but the real version's at Groom's Lake. That's yeah, why it plays more like powerful. We've, I feel like we've, we've known that for a while. Yeah, yeah, but they're just refining those details constantly. Like, Chase is like, this will make ripples. This made tidal waves in the storyline. Everything you yeah. could imagine, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to tell you that plus 4,000 more things you didn't you forgot about or didn't even want to think about or, you like, the details we care about. And you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, Cornelius Pinnell, man, like, that's a name we, we've heard through the years. We haven't really given shit to it. And what an important character. Excuse me. What an interesting character. What a well-fleshed-out character in the You know what my favorite part? You know what my favorite part of Cornelius Pinnell is? Ooh, is it, bro- is it the Broken Aereo stuff? No, it's it's a, it's a uh, this is just a dig, and I think you oh. can get behind this one. Oh, boy. So, so you and I, I think, are on the anti-Peter McCain bandwagon. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are on the anti-Peter McCain bandwagon. Yep. Where it's like, fuck him. Fuck his story. Not that important. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. Where, where other members of the community live and die. <laughs> 
by the latest Peter McCain news. Yes, yes, indeed. And Cornelius Purnell just kind of lists him off as one of the many people he sent in to die. <laughs> yep. He's like, John Banana, Tank Dempsey, Peter McCain. I was the arrow, or they were they were my arrow, and I was the bow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. He just <laughs> He's not important. He just died. <laughs> but then he also, he also was like, I lost a good man that day, Peter McCain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's not a good man. It's like, yeah, take it back, take it back. You, you don't need to worry about that. Um, no, I, like that line. Like, the origins the of Broken the Arrow, Arrow I was the bow. makes so much sense. They're so clean. I really, really enjoy that. But the the meaning behind the name of Broken Arrow, because how fucking dumb was Broken Arrow's name forever? Man, that's a secret you needed to share wait, wait, way the, earlier. What's the meaning behind Broken Arrow? So Corn- over my head. Cornelius Pinnell is the guy that makes yeah. Broken Arrow. Yeah. He's the bow, and he shoots oh. arrows, right? But he yeah. sends, as he shoots the arrows, the arrows break, and those are the people dying. Because of his research with 115, he wants to bring these people back to life. Thus, Broken Arrow. He wants to repair the arrows he's broken. He oh. is completely destroyed by all the people yeah. he sent to his death, which has driven him mad. And by the way, mm-hmm. the voice actor is really reminding me of the guy we heard on the radios about the flesh. So I'm wondering if they're going to connect Cornelius Pinnell as the leader of the Flesh eventually, which would be crazy. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I think, yeah. That's like, I, he, he, that's like 60 years later. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But that would have been cool, some some kind of connection like that. Uh, no, I, I, do, I do love what they've done with the Flesh, though. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just all so fucking... I didn't there's, hear... There's no, wait, wait, wait. Of, wait, wait, wait. There's three red... I haven't heard them yet. The radios that Nick found, the phones. I Don't tell me them. There's uh, oh, Marlton, Stu Talk. I, I don't know. I haven't heard him. Don't want to talk about him. They're not that great. Okay. 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 As long as uh, we won't talk about it, but they're not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say is, does the orchestral score kind of feel out of place in this map? In classified? Yeah, I think it does a little. Which one? Which score? Like the one, not not the intro score, because I think yep. the intro score is great. Gorgeous. But they use they use a sample of it, or they use maybe another version of it okay. in between rounds. Yeah, and something about it feels too lively and upbeat for this map. It just feels tonally wrong. I, I yeah, I I get where you're coming from on that one. It's it's weird. I I don't know how I feel about mm-hmm. it quite yet because I I. I've gone back and forth where I'm like, I don't know if that feels right, but other times I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is the map. Because when you go to Area 51, it's the uh, Doree song is the round change. It, they're yeah, different. But it's, and, it's, it's just like, it's a very jazzy yeah. kind of feel. Like, it almost belongs in Shadows of Evil. Yes, everyone's been saying that comparison. It feels like Shadows of Evil. Yes, 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 yes. And it's, but to me, I don't think Shadows of Evil and 5 should be having the same, or Classified has the same mm-hmm. vibe. Because yep. classified feels like it, it's all like it's the the place is destroyed, mm-hmm. you know. Like five was pretty clean, mm-hmm. where this map is a mess. One second, just we gotta circle back because they're getting up about broken arrow. Yeah, that is a military term for a lost nuclear weapon, but they chose to give it a different terminology. That might have been the original terminology for what Jimmy Zelensky had in his head, but they've changed fundamentally what it. I mean, they they've retconned so much. Yeah, of so J- just, Jimmy's work or reworked it. So I want I want to acknowledge that point. So it's not to dismiss your point or be condescending or anything like that. But all worse I'm saying is this is how they've chosen to interpret Broken Arrow now later on. But that that mm. does fill into because basically 
they're all with the groom's like facility they're doing the 115 research the, and all that type of stuff it's around the same ideas i, I wouldn't like classified though. without that sweet jazz what'd you say Someone I wouldn't like wouldn't. classified without that sweet jazz. And, and another good point oh, well, I is, think it's I think it's great. This, I think it's really good. I just don't right. know if it fits with the map. Well, this isn't premise. This is wacky tacky ultimus, and the silly theme fits with it. And that's kind of how I felt. Where there, I in my head, it's almost like they they are so fucked by element one one five that this is all fun to them. It's a game to them, just like it is to us. And mm-hmm. The drama and super serious premise is so well contrasted by Ultimus in my head, which is wrong. And I'm just too in love with them. I I get it. I get it. So just let me enjoy my stupid fucking game. Like, I think Ultimus survives uh, Mob of the Dead just because they're so fucked in a way. Not like the mobsters are evil and they're being tortured and that map's going to break them. And then premise, they're good people. They're trying to be good people. And that's why the map breaks them. I feel like Ultimus is just so crazy that i like if we had an easter egg with ultimus on mob that brutus would be like yo fuck the i don't even know what to do with these guys this is ridiculous dude they don't get tortured they don't run i don't get this they're having a good time i hate every bit of this and so that's kind of where i where i hope where it's like oh you're trapped here with me and it's really like you're trapped here with us and he's like what the f-? <laughs> it's like in, it's it's like in uh in spongebob and shanghai yeah, they realize that, yep. that that he's tortured the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> yes, yes, and that's a billion percent. Like Dempsey's breaking the fourth wall, and he's like, "It will never be over." He's like, "Yeah, actually, it will be when they turn off the game." And he's like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" And just like, "Yeah, just the game." He's like, "What? I don't. Who, who are you talking to?" <laughs> Even Sam acknowledged Tank, and she goes like, "Has Richtofen cracked you? Or who are you always talking to?" <laughs> like we have fourth wall breaking Tank Dempsey. He knows. He's he's canon. He's real. He knows inside our story that this is a game. What? This is the most important character. We all we need is Tank Dempsey just like to reach across and like pick up the Cronorium now and just start reading the pages of it like out of the comic book frame. But yeah, I don't know. I I love. I I just okay. John. Can we talk about, like, what we want the Easter egg endings to be in our heads? Like, what have you started crafting as, like, the endings for the Easter eggs and stuff like that? Or what you want the boss fights to be? Or have you have you thought about any of this? Because this shit is no. just playing in my head like crazy all the I time. I, I'm not speculating those, and I'm doing it intentionally. Oh. Like, my thought process is You're classified boring. ends with us going to... My thought is classified ends with us, like, linking the big teleporter in Area 51 to the moon. Something like that, you know? Potentially, yeah. That's the easy way it's out. Setting ourselves up for moon. Um, I don't think blood. I have blood. I have no idea. Okay. Blood could go in a million different directions. True. So that's why I'm just kind of letting it play out. Well, let me do it then. As, let, as let me the, as for the yeah. As for the other story, no fucking clue. Okay, let me start with the other story first, because we know Voyage comes before nine. The first time our characters meet is on Voyage of Despair. It would seem because yep. of a letter by Scarlet's father, Alistair. By the in nine, they keep referencing Voyage and how things are, and they understand how the game works. By the end of Voyage of Despair, they have to be contacted by Oracle. That's the woman who talks in the trailer, and she's the one that's going to drive them to the cave, and that's where the cave gets them to nine. 
So I know somehow yeah. we're going to fight probably Blight Fathers at the end of Voyage of Despair, and that's probably going to be the bad guy of sorts, maybe a Super Blight Father or something like that. We're going to get something, and we know that Alistair's going to be like kidnapped by the bad guys, and we're trying to find out more about this occult inside Nine. So that's where I think those stories are going, and Nine's going to end with us either killing off Alistair or not getting it in my head right now, and it's just going to be setting up the long, long quest. There is a long journey ahead of us for that. Uh, let's take it back to Blood now. Blood to me, Richtofen has to die and be replaced by Ultimus Richtofen. And that has to in the sense that if it, this doesn't happen this way, I'm upset. No, no, no. This is how I'm seeing it in my head right now. That the Nikolai is eventually going to get the crew to turn on Richtofen. Or Richtofen's going to have to make an ultimate sacrifice to take uh, this pocket dimension of Alcatraz away with him for good. Especially because when he reads the Quinorium, he says, it's my blood now. And he's pretty freaked out about that. He needs to give up his blood for the other Richtofen. And I think potentially the ending of Classified is going to directly cross over with the ending of Blood. I think Classified's ending ties into the original giant intro about awakening the test subjects. Because Ultimus, after Moon, becomes test subjects at Groom's Lake. And that could, even though, like, who, where would they be stored in the giant? They're not stored in the giant, the transit crew. And they thought the plan was, with Primus, to go get Ultimus, because Primus will fail and Ultimus will prevail, is the new on the Easter egg on the walls. Which makes me believe that Ultimus is going to be the people to finally end the storyline. I don't think it's on this map, though. And I think transit's still going to get a say in this uh, DLC season. So, with all that said, uh, potentially the transit characters will get involved in this Easter egg toward the end or they'll get saved or get shot out of this universe. And as the universe collapses and Mob of the Dead is finally destroyed in the end, I really think that uh, Primus Richtofen goes away and they're going to go confront... What? Stop it. Fuck you in the face, John. What are you smiling at? I'm, I'm laughing on the chat. Oh. I think that right, Doctor, they're going to go confront Dr. Monty, and then that's going to be the final antagonist of the series is them fighting Dr. Doctor Monty and the Keepers and trying to get rid of all of that. And the children's souls will play a part later on. But the first map is going to be Richtofen's gone, awaken the old Ultimus, because Richtofen is no longer catatonic. It's post-buried endgame Maxis Richtofen who's going to want to end things he's he this is potentially the guy that's a good Richtofen at this point potentially he could be cleansed because he's not a part of the dark ether he did all that stuff for Primus Richtofen there's direct crossover now the Ultimus that's sleeping at Area 51 is not the Ultimus we're playing in Classified so there is now two Ultimuses I believe according to the radios that I've heard so far it's getting to be too much it is a lot but I think, we, I think we need a Sam boss fight. I think we should teleport to the moon, and we should have a fight with her by the MPD. I think that's just perfect. Or she's got to come to... In classified? Yeah. I but think... It just feels too crazy. I, 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 you, you say that, but this shit is crazy as it is. Like, we never... How many developers do you think have been sitting here for years after the boss fights three years ago were implemented? And they're like, I'm just saying this timeline needs major reworking now. Like, we already had a fucking complicated timeline. Oh, yeah. Now we've got, like, layer two or three of them on top of each other. Yeah, no, it's it's miserable. There There is it's way getting, more dimensions. 
it's getting outrageous. Yeah, it's over. John, John, this is the multiverse, John. I've been bitching about this for years. Just lean into it at this point. It's not getting better. I'm tired of bitching. Just let's go with it. <laughs> um, boss I, fight. I'm, along, I'm along for the ride at this point. I think it's. I I think it's. They don't want to do the same thing. So I don't think we're actually going to be doing a shootout against Richtofen at the end. I think we're going to have a boss fight, and the shootout will happen in the cutscene. I think that'll be different, or something like the turning, the Richtofen sacrifice, or whatever. The misleading. That'd be an interesting cutscene. The boss fight of nine is going to be some weird uh, mutation monster, is my guess. Big things because it's uh, you got to defeat the revered one, which could be the cult leader, and he might become something wacky. Because remember, we have these juiced up uh, champion zombies gonging away on drums in the background and also in the map. So it's like, which remind me a lot of the brutes from uh, Spaceland, by the way, the way the faces look and all that. But mm-hmm. there you go. Those are Reed's crazy, crazy those predictions. Because we have theories. Argatha Burns, which means I, my my dream here is like Atlantis is Argatha, final map, Ultimus Ends the whole series at Atlantis as the final map. I, Reed will never ever be able to be okay again. If that if I see that trailer drop, the best thing Jason could do for a reaction video is to have that like official DLC and show Atlantis in the thumbnail. I'm freaking out. We're recording my reaction and at the first start of the video. They pull Rick and Morty where they're like, "Oh my God, we're in Atlantis!" And you see Rick talking, "No, no, no, this place is shit," and leaves and they go somewhere else for the final map. That, I see that troll coming so far away that it's going to gut me that I'm going to be like, I got, I won't even believe I told it. Jason, I said to Jason, I said, don't ever do an Atlantis map. Oh, Just fuck, do- no, I hate you. You're the worst. I said to him, I said, don't ever do it to spite Reed. No. I literally said that to him. Oh. Oh. So you're not getting it. Oh. I think he's on board to spite you. I Honestly, he's a pretty big troll. He likes trolling. It's not happening now. So I also have in my head, like, Ultimus showing up to save Primus. That would be pretty dope. I like that at the end of, like, the blood Easter egg. That Ultimus shows up and tries and takes him away. Or at least Ultimus Richtofen. There, there's mm-hmm. so many ways that they can now cross over with the two guys working together. And now my new, like, dream I heard is, like, at the end... Like, think of about a final boss fight with Monty at the end, right? Featuring okay. all three crews. So then you actually either get to play as each crew during a specific segment of, like, each. Even though, like, load times would be obnoxious where you might have to retexture. It's, like, multiple stages and you're like, Jesus, this play is too much. Which, most likely, it is too much and you just have to make them bots at this point. But it would be so cool if you, like, you start the fight as premise, Then you get to play as Transit. Then you get to play as Ultimus to finish the fight at each stage. As you beat Monty, you kill him in Monty form. Then he's in Keeper form. Then he's in Overlord form. And then that's this big celebration of all the groups that everybody's enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And now you get this incredible feeling of, like, we beat the final bad guy as all of our favorite characters together in one heroic final swan song. I dig that. I dig that. Are you just saying that to end the show, John? I'm not saying that in the show. I dig that. I do. I hope you do, all right? I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just in a, I'm just at like a mind-blown place right now where there's there's just too much. Like, I gotta, I gotta sit down one (laughs) afternoon and like, 
get everything on the same. Like I need all my ducks in a row right now because right now they're 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 just all over the place. Okay, that's fair. That's they're, fair. You, you got to give me that where it's like there's just so much. Well, I'm just worried is all that I'm a crazy person here because I seem like it and most of the time. And then there's a second story I got to keep yep. track of too. Yep. I just oh, it's a lot. Yep. And by the way, behind, I keep saying this on stream that you don't I know. Next time you look at the teleporter, it looks like an MPD can appear right behind the teleporter on Area 51. There's a giant place for it. And it is sloped, but I'm thinking that the prototype MPD that the Americans were working on is going to be there. So, you're smiling again. Stop. Is it your chat or is it my chat that keeps yeah, making you smile? I know. They're shitting on me, aren't they, John? No, they're not shitting on you. I'm so self-conscious now. This is why you don't open up to people. This is it right here, especially now on a stream. I am gonna look into this so that where you say where you think it'll it'll be the MPD because that'd be cool. Yeah, it's it's right behind. It's pretty big and square and giant, and I could see it appearing kind of like in DE or just coming up from underground, sort of like Area Fifty One. Mm -hmm. uh, they've already used. You're right. They've already used that mechanic. Yeah, so it's I in the code. They, they could, but that's the thing. Don't do it again. Do it differently. Is the whole excitement? Yeah. Could you imagine a Sam boss fight? Come on, come Sam on! Boss, I don't know if I want that though. I don't know. If you I saw want her that. the intro, dude. She's shooting freaking lightning out of her hands. Do you yeah, know how dope cool, that would though, be? On Moon, where on the pyramid opens, and that's the reveal of Sam, and that should be like the first time that they've seen Sam since. And it's like in theory they're supposed to go to Moon after this, so it's like, oh, well, we're we're fighting Sam again. Like I, I they're don't not, they're like not, that. They're not going to Moon. They're not going to Moon. You don't think they're, this they're crew going is to moon? not going to Moon? If they go to the moon, it, it's extremely disappointing because it seems like they're showing us, hey, the Ether storyline has like two more maps and it's going to wrap up in like potentially revelations. When we say the end, it's the end of the cycle. That's how the cycle works. Now let's end everything. The real ending is something different. But if it's more right, like right. we have to have revelation as the ending because Jason said it's the ending and we have to have it as the ending and everyone's going to go wink, wink. Oh, it's okay now. Because that's the ending in Revelations. And then everyone's going to have a revelation at the end of BO4. Oh, I get how the storyline ends now. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's not going to be satisfying. I don't know. It's complicated right now, Reed. I don't like thinking this far ahead because I'm not even confident in my own understanding of things anymore. The confidence is just out the window. Oh, well... I don't think I understand the story anymore. Well, that's depressing. <laughs> should we should we should we get some patron topics? Yeah, let's get them in. I mean, this is going to be like a two-hour show at this point. So let's get them in real quick. Let me try and not pass out from not eating today. Okay, Chuck Chuck CB thirty one says thoughts on increasing the base health to two hundred. I think we can both and agree that's a positive change. Mm -hmm. All for it. Uh, the only clop says the lack of viable perks will affect the longevity of the season if unchecked. And I think we both completely disagree because we've talked about how which way I'd say, I, I'm so, say, are, say it again. I'm sorry. He said the lack of viable perks will affect the longevity oh, of the viable. season. Unchecked. Yeah. No, I don't agree with that. 100% disagree. I think there, I think there are too many viable perks, which is a better mm -hmm. problem to have than no viable perks. Yeah. Uh, Tribute 347 says nine being the best map out of the other three. It's up I, there, man. It's I really it's good. I think it's the best map aesthetically. I don't know. I, I would say gameplay-wise, it might even be oh, uh, I don't on know. par. 
Well, but you know what? We did, we totally glazed over the massive issues. The biggest issue I told you about: special infected spawns. Way too much yeah, well, on Voyage. I, I, I've and honestly, Ryan. I've been kind of avoiding that map a bit because of the special infected and the. And it's the a problem. It's absolutely People a problem. How dangerous they are! So I'm like, I, I don't know if I even want to play that map. Yep, and some I of them are bullet sponges. That that is, I think Treyarch made a massive, massive mistake. They are bullet sponges. In the sense that you're trying to get people on board with the new storyline and you put all these special affected in, even though it's chaos, oh my god, it's crazy. You've just now committed the exo zombie problem, the World War II zombie problem. You've pissed off people who are just like, oh my god, what am I fighting? Why am I getting just destroyed all the time? I can't even enjoy the map. I have lightning guy. I have ice guy. I have goo guy. I have the axe guy. I have the grapple mangler guy. I have the blight father guy. I have fire exploding guy. Then if you want to go voyage, I have the coal miner guy. I it's there's so much. Uh, did you see the Easter egg with uh, the flying car? Did you see that no. one? There's an Easter egg. I don't know how it's triggered, but uh, Matt showed me it. And there's a. it's got, like, lights and everything, almost like a sleigh. And it's a what, classic buggy yeah. car. And it flies across the moon, and then it flies over the entire ship, and it's, like, honking its buggy horn as it goes across. I'm like, what is this? This is ridiculous. I haven't seen that. No. It's funny. It's one of those, like, space dog-like Easter eggs. It's, it's really lighthearted. It's really funny. Full Metal John asks, is the hate on Voyage of Despair justified? No. Is there much hate for Voyage? I haven't heard. I've heard more hate for lack of Jug, the perk systems. That's where the hate is. Yeah, maybe People it's are getting just... drowned out in the other hate, but I didn't think... Uh... Yeah, they just don't play it as much, which actually is a sign no one's talking, so that is a bad thing for Voyage. There isn't a lot of uh, mm-hmm. conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, Chuck CB31 says, uh, what was your favorite question and answer with Blundell from the interview? Yeah, J- um, I think my favorite question that I asked Jason about was um, when he was explaining. So so this is on my channel. I uploaded like a few highlights from the interview. Mm-hmm. One of them was a brief segment where he was talking about like just the art, the artistry behind zombies and when people create stuff and like why things are the way they are in the map. It's like a six or seven minute segment that like when I uploaded it, I knew that it wasn't going to be a very popular video. Like it doesn't have a grabbing title or an intriguing title, but I'm like, I want this out there and I want this like available. So I threw that up there. So Jason was talking about like what what goes into selecting the artists for the posters and why like maybe there's a candle in a map and how like a developer has that space and they're all working to make sure their space pops. I like that. I, I, I like that answer a lot. So I made sure that was a thing on my channel. That's super um, cool stuff. Behind the scenes stuff. Even though it, even though it wasn't like a uh, like a big like click like so my Jason explains why he cut Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. That video is doing super well. Mm-hmm. Really grabbing title. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jason explains the art direction behind zombies doesn't really go well. Yeah, it's like what I don't shit. Yeah, those are for people who um, really care about creative stuff. Hmm. Um, so a lot of these are stuff we've already covered. Cool, uh, cool, good. L- Lag- Lagosaurus Rex says, is this going to be the greatest greatest year for Call of Duty? Are you playing much Blackout or multiplayer? I mean, I haven't had a chance to touch it yet. Um, yeah, neither have I. Which tells me, yeah. Because guess what, John? When we're sick of this type of stuff. Not Okay, not in the... 
I need to quantify the yeah, that's the greatest year for Call of Duty. I, I, you probably have to regulate for inflation. The numbers are going to be better than ever. They're going to sell more money than they ever have in the past. That's just how it seems to be. Um, Treyarch is the golden child of Activision, so they got marketing and promotion like you can't believe. The game's solid. It's it's a game that I mean, the complaints we have are like taking it from like good game to like. I gotta stop saying like fuck me in my face. Sorry about that. Taking the game from good or great to fantastic and like a game you will play Last of Us type of style. Something that is I'm gonna play this game because I love this game. This game means a lot to me. And I'm gonna play it over and over again. Like God damn <laughs> Last of Us. But it's not I don't think it'll ever be a Last of Us, but for some people it will. And that's really impressive about what they're putting out as a product this year. Yeah, I think this game will have legs, and I think it's all going to come down to the fact that you can customize almost anything in this game. Yes, especially if you're ever. Oh bored, my god, there's a way to there's a way to change it up. Can we play as friends in Blackout as well? Like, if you can do that, it'd be unbelievable. Just all what the different things you could do. Like have your own private blackout match. I don't I haven't oh. even tried that. The theater modes I'm in here sh- is amazing. I, I just the multiplayer's fun. Like from the beta, so I don't know how much they continue to fine tune it. It's just it's it's so good. Everything I'm is sure so they're good. There's just so many details that need to get better. And they will. That's why I'm saying this I think it's gonna be a better game because Everybody's on board. Eric and Jason says, guess what? We have a team of people every day updating zombies. It's no longer, see you in a couple months now. It's like, okay, we got to fix that today. All right, we'll fix that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I agree. Now, this last one asked by multiple people, your thoughts on the greatest jump scare of all time, the last gen, Rick Toffin. Oh, Jesus. Such a good meme. I'm glad they threw that I can't believe they've acknowledged it. It It was hilarious. Yes. Not just that they've acknowledged it, but like they're not taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, willing to throw in a funny little meme like that. I appreciated that. I feel like classified is a big flag showing us we think this is all a joke, and also we take this so fucking seriously you can't even imagine. Like we're gonna tell you everything about this storyline that we made up, and also, lol, what are you doing? It's a game, bro. (laughs) It's. That's why I love the map. It's like, don't take yourself too seriously, but have a lot of fun. But this stuff is really, really cool. And if it means a lot to you, then that's awesome. We did our job. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. What, what's not to love for a guy like me? I'm actually tempted to play Blackout it. now. I Just seeing... Uh, you can play the Shadow Man in Blackout. Yeah, I heard. And Dr. Disrespect, I saw him uh, playing on stream lag and tweeted his just grunting out. And I was just like, God, I, I kind of want to play Blackout. But it's like, I, I don't <laughs> have time to play Blackout. And... Uh, it's what ugh, what a game. There's too much to get done. Yeah, and I think YouTubers are going to really get the lifespan of this going for a very long time, unless everyone burns out. There's a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that that basically rolls through all of the uh, the patron topics, so the okay. ones that we haven't covered in some shape or fashion. Okay. Well, let's get to the donation questions then. Uh, Koa, XKOA donates, and he says, uh, when you look at the Shadow Man in Blackout, it says he is in Black Ops 3 and 4, while other characters in Blackout, such as Reznov, says the original game that he is in. Yeah, that's pretty much a tip to uh, the Shadow Man is in Black Ops 4 or Zombies, and he's probably the bad guy for the storyline. I mean, we... I mean, that, you could have saw that coming. Yeah, that's pretty on the nose. Uh, mm-hmm. Was there another donation that got buried in here that I can't find? Oh, boy. 
also also part of that is that like some of their stories continue into multiple games you know yeah so he may show like up as a character are, model some characters are pretty self-contained in black ops one whereas somebody like the shadow man you could argue because his story extends from multiple games is technically a part of those multiple games yo also remember how i was bitching out of the shadow man being a playable character i'm like oh god i don't want to see that stupid ass tentacle thing running around on release, <laughs> he was a character. On release, it's like they heard that. And they, I, didn't. They, they literally went to the marking. They're like, "Yo, we gotta push him up. We're pushing him up, 100 percent." No, fuck that guy online. I hate him. Come on, come on. That's why he doesn't come to any capture events. Uh, Retro sheep donated and goes. The elevator music is so great. Sometimes I camp, uh, camp there just for happy music while killing everything. It's actually an achievement for doing that for seven rounds in a row. You get an achievement for not leaving the elevator. I can't wait to get all the achievements and for all the zombie maps. I've never seen a zombies game or, or Call of Duty game where the achievements for zombies is like all of them. Like the entire trophy list is just zombie shit now. It's it's That's just because there's no multiplayer achievements or campaign achievements. Yeah, why? Well, yes, but it's just it's so weird, John. Though, come on, this is such a departure. It's so yeah, weird. No, I agree. I agree. Dempsey is Treyarch's Deadpool confirmed. hundred percent carnage. hundred percent. And Omar, like thanks for the donation. Goat, I appreciate it, Omar. He's always been the one to break the fourth wall. Yeah, but now he's really, he's really taking the crap out of Treyarch in this one. It's great his quotes. Yeah. All right, I think that's all the donation questions I have today. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we covered just about nothing. There's so much more to cover. Uh, well, uh, you have to come back next week. Basically, that's what the b- 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 bonus shows are for. That's true. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see us talk even more detail uh, this week, we'll probably get a bonus show out for you guys on the Patreon that you support us on. We will have even more shit to talk about another hour or two of Black Ops Black Four Ops analysis. Four, Otherwise, we'll see you next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to head over to RadRendering.com and check out any of the posters I have for sale to support that type of stuff or T-shirts, uh, check that out. Anything else you want to say, John? I don't think so. No. All right, fantastic. Well, I will see every one of you next week in the next video. Have a wonderful week and be safe. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.